0: Good afternoon. Actually, good evening for most of you guys here in the CST, EST. This is Into the Roar. I am your host, Coach JJ. So excited to have you all here. I'm just going to invite in a couple of our peeps, and then we'll get started. Hope you guys are having a great Tuesday evening. <clears throat> apologize for the voice. I um, have been fighting... Uh, little laryngitis from a cold that I got it has wreaked havoc on my life and uh, but I got my voice back pretty much today so I'm excited luckily our amazing guest will be doing most of the talking as we're here to share his story Um, so let me just give me two seconds here y'all I'm gonna just grab a couple of folks and then we will get started um If you want to invite uh, any friends or share this in your timeline, please do. And uh, we honor... Hey, Joseph, what's going on? Hey, Trent, what's going on, you guys? So listen, this is Into the Roar, Season 2, Episode 11, and I am so excited. We have an amazing guest tonight. Um, He is a lifestyle coach, a personal trainer, and... um, and uh, he he called himself a wanderer. Had an awesome opportunity to hey George, um, to connect with him uh, earlier today in our pre-show interview. And I'm just I'm super excited to introduce y'all to Zach Thompson, a fan favorite amongst many of us here, and uh, just uh, so excited to have him joining us into the Roar season two episode 11. In fact, I see him waiting i'm gonna go ahead and add him so without further ado hey chat what's going on there he is what's going on hey friend? what's up y'all the voice is a little bit better i think
1: <laughs> yeah I think it's uh, a little bit better hey dude it's an honor to be on the uh the comeback show the yeah, comeback show for yeah. you with the voice and everything
0: yeah yeah <laughs> well tomorrow's gonna be the comeback we'll see what i do with some training so
1: yeah there but, you go um,
0: anyways hey welcome i'm gonna get a couple of uh couple things out of the way. Our unofficial sponsor today is Ragnar Relays. Um, I've run a Ragnar. If you haven't run a Ragnar, they are super fun. They're all about community um, and running and being outdoors either on a a point-to-point long concrete jungle run or through some sort of trail system with different levels of loops. It's really cool. Uh, I highly suggest them. They're amazing. And of course, a huge thank you to our actual um, collaborative partner, Prevail Botanicals and Brock Cannon. Um, they have some amazing topical ointments. If you are a runner or a Spartan or an athlete of any level and you got some pains or sores, this stuff is amazing. So uh, last thing, Coach Luke, will get mad if I don't remember to say, thank you guys so much for um, all of the hashtag B-Real check-ins. We are, we're seeing them everywhere. Um, people I haven't talked to in years and years are are getting on and checking in. And and remember, um, we call it the 30 and 30 challenge. It doesn't have to stop. You can keep going. Um, somebody in this community will definitely affirm where you're at. And, uh, we just were super, super humbled by all the people that are participating and, and really ending the stigma. I mean, Zach, what better way to end the stigma of depression or anxiety, but to get on social media, uh, you know, one of the most public platforms and, um, and just talk yep. about how you're feeling. So we're, Absolutely. we're pretty pumped. But, uh, but tonight's guest is somebody that I've met through a friend, through a friend, through a friend. So through Luke, <laughs> through Ryan, through Chris Saunders, um, and we connected. And it was just so excited for you to come on to the show tonight. Um, Zach Thompson, welcome to End of the Roar.
1: Man, thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, we're going to do something first. Every week we start out with something called the Fast Five. I'm going to ask you five things. An either or type of thing. You pick the one that most resonates with you. All right. This will give this will give everyone a chance to kind of get to know you a little bit. Kind of nervous. All right, all right. (laughs) These are easy ones. I think I was hungry when I did this because there's a couple of food ones tonight. So okay. But uh, all right, Uh, hoodie or sweater. I'm a hoodie guy. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm a hoodie guy for sure. Yeah. Especially if it's got if it's like a hoodie that zips up all the way to my chin. I love those.
0: Yeah. Um, ice cream or cupcakes.
1: Ice cream. Ice cream. Absolutely, that's easy.
0: Yeah. Skydive or bungee jump.
1: Oh, uh, skydive. Yeah. Uh, I think so.
0: Yeah. I don't like either choice. I'd rather jump off a <laughs> cliff yeah. of into a water. But uh, right, right. I, I was. I had to mix it up this week. Clearly, <laughs> like, like I said, I was hungry. Okay. Uh, pumpkin pie or apple pie.
1: Oh, apple pie. Apple, apple pie. pie with like pie with like two, three, four scoops of vanilla ice cream. From, and a little brown sugar previous. on top. There you go. Oh, yes. There you go.
0: <clears throat> and last but not least, everyone who's watched this show knows I'm a taco guy. Pizza or tacos?
1: Man, uh, me and my wife's go-to meals are tacos. So yes. I'm, I'm on board with you, man. I'm on board. Yes.
0: I love it. Well, that's our fast five tonight. Thank you so much. That's a little... A little sneak peek into our guest Zach Thompson. Zach so listen for for some of the folks that are on here that may not know you tell us a little bit about your story a little bit about who you are your story absolutely matters so give us a little background.
1: Yeah absolutely uh, my story kind of starts um, when I was in seventh grade and uh, my uncle who kind of I looked up to as a father figure um, my mom's brother passed away from a a heart condition, uh, Mm. what we thought a a heart attack was. And, you know, at at that moment was when I first really felt what anxiety and depression was. Yeah. And and that's when it kind of started and that's when it stemmed for me. Um, You know, fast forward until um, I'm in college and I'm playing uh, collegiate baseball, kind of living out a dream of mine, um, playing at the college level. And my mom is having some heart issues of her own. Ooh. And, uh, so I'm, I'm traveling back and forth between school and, and home during that summer and, and trying to see her and also figure out, yeah. you know, some things with, with my life. And, and a year later, um, you know, thank God she's, she's fine. Um, a year later, um, I found out that I had that same exact heart condition that mm. it's a hereditary thing and, uh, that i needed the defibrillator implanted right away, oh. you know? So it's, um, it's one of those things that, you know, timing has been perfect in my life, whether I've known it in the moment or not, when I look back on things, you know, yeah. the timing, the timing of everything was perfect. And within the first three months of me receiving surgery for that defibrillator, uh, the defibrillator went off three times and and really kind of saved my life three times so you know it's uh it's one of those things that it it's kind of brought it's kind of brought my family a little closer together or or me me closer especially with my mom and, and my sister and and uh and everything just to to kind of be grateful for uh their presence and and the relationship that i have with them and and uh, you know, my mom's got a defibrillator as well now, and uh, so we we share that common bond among many others. So that's kind of a glimpse into uh, my story. Um, yeah. What I what I do now is I kind of use that, uh, mm-hmm. use my story to to try and inspire and empower other people. You know, to mm-hmm. kind of help them step into their God-given potential because you know it it was it was very clear to me that, that I really wasn't doing that pre heart condition or like pre surgery. And, and it was one of those moments that happens in your life that kind of wakes you up and, and kind of inspires you to just kind of do as much as you can with the time that you have left. And, wow. and uh, so
0: how old are you when all this is happening? Uh,
1: 23.
0: Oh man. Yeah. Wow.
1: So it's been, uh, it's been six years. And, wow. That's young. Uh, life, yeah. It's, Hey, best six years of my life,
0: though. Mm. Is this something you are, are going to have to monitor the rest of your life? or?
1: Uh, yeah, um, it's, it's, they don't really have a cure for it. Uh, my great uncle has the same heart condition, my grandmother's brother. And uh, he actually received a heart transplant, I think it was three years ago now, or four years ago. Um, so I think that's, that's really kind of the only cure for the condition of ARVC. Um, so it's, it's one of those things where you just kind of, it's constantly check in, you know, yeah. be real, be real, check in from a physical yeah. standpoint and, uh, just rely on the doctor's expertise and, and don't do anything stupid <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and stay within the limits of what you can do physically. So I kind of, that's a big challenge for me because, uh, cause I went to school for exercise science, uh, being physical and, and physicality has uh, always been a little part of my DNA. So, um, so it's something that, that I have to kind of
0: balance uh, every single day. So let's pivot for a second. So when we talked in the pre-show, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, I asked that, you know, if you dealt with depression or anxiety, and I, I don't know if this story sort of meshed with some of that, but you had mentioned, yes, you know, you, you'd got, kind of had your own bouts with it. Like whether it's, you know, this reality check of this is something I just have to take care of the rest of my life or or kind of falling into some sadness or some pain or, or something, you know, triggers that, that depressive for lack of a better word or that anxiety, like what is your go-to for managing that? Like, how do you, how do you respond What what's your self-care?
1: Um, man, I think, uh, for, for me it's about remembering who I want to become mm. in the moment. Like I kind of ask myself that question whenever, whenever I feel anxious thoughts bubbling up. Um, you know, my faith is huge. I rely on God for everything in my life, and and I praise Him and everything I do. And uh, that has honestly been a, a huge thing for me, um, just relying on Him and getting into the Word, and, and uh, also just remembering who I'm, who He created me to be, and who I want to become as a person. You know, how I want to be remembered. And uh, how I want to love people because it, it's always helped me with my anxiety to make it bigger than me. Yeah, you know, to to make to make my life bigger <clears throat> than me because my anxious thoughts have always been centered upon my own my own identity and and feelings and stuff and and, and it's just helped me to just to to make it have a bigger perspective with that. Yeah, um, so that's just just one of the things.
0: Well, we talked about vulnerability, right? So you know, you know, obviously, going to God as you know, prayer or, or seeking the Word as kind of a go-to when when you're hitting that anxious moment or that kind of depressive time. I, I love we, we I wrote this down. I love when we were talking. You said, I, I think I have this right. Vulnerability is the first step in empathy. I don't think empathy just happened so we were talking about the context for everyone else is that we were talking about this new masculinity and um you know where i grew up masculinity was you don't talk about being depressed or anxious you don't talk about fear or or pain um, right. ever and uh, and i just loved your perspective on this and you know, tell tell us more about this idea sorry i'm trying to get that screen um, tell us more about this idea of like vulnerability being the first step to empathy because I, I was never taught empathy and it's something I, I practice a lot now.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, empathy, you know, if you look it up in the dictionary, it, it's it's like the ability to understand and resonate with someone else. And, and, I, and I, I think we got to come up with a better definition. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I I don't know if if I'm being truly empathetic I don't think I'm ever going to understand someone else's situation or someone else's thoughts fully. Right. But I think me going through my own adversity, me going through my own depression or anxiety or or anything that's happening, any storm that's happening currently in my life, if I can allow myself to be vulnerable with my own thoughts and Mm. to share those thoughts and feelings with other people, like if I can have the courage to do that, then I can, I'm kind of flexing, my vulnerability and my empathy muscle you know what Mm, I'm saying I'm kind of practicing that because I think the greatest form of empathy is just sitting with someone you know like not not trying to give them the answer um but just giving them comfort in the moment and uh and just being there with them just being present and I think the first step to being able to do that is to be vulnerable with yourself
0: about your own struggles yeah yeah and you said uh, another thing i wrote you you gave me a lot of gold today you can't you can't bless people if you're i can't read my own writing set my glasses if you're training to impress people did I get that right
1: yeah you can't bless people if you're trying to impress trying people. yeah and that's one of the things that's like a, a lot of times in my life i've I've tried to have answers for other people mm. And 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 it stems from trying to like have everything buttoned up and figured figured out myself in my mm-hmm. own life mm-hmm. you know it's it's one of those things it's one of those kind of like masculine things where we just we want to fix everything right like we, oh yeah like well we're, we're
0: more men we're definitely fixers
1: yeah right? right so it's like if you're having problems in your own life you're like oh man I should be able to fix this right and you kind of go into this like I need the answers I should have the answers and kind of beat yourself up if you don't Right. And then when I found myself in other situations where, you know, whether it was someone that was struggling with something, or if I was just in a social social situation, I found myself like trying to have these, these really good answers for people. But through that, like, I I, I wasn't being myself, like I wasn't. I was trying to impress them and and I wasn't allowing myself to be a blessing in the moment because I was thinking about how, like, what answer do I have for them? Like, rather than, like I said before, just sitting with them or or comforting them in in some way or just being truly authentic to who I am and and who I was created to be. Um, So it's one of those things that I kind of... I ask myself and I talk about that on a daily basis when I wake up or when I'm going into a situation before I get on this, this uh, video call is like, man, how, how can I be a blessing? Mm. And, and, and usually the answer is just be yourself.
0: Show up and, as your vulnerable self. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: No, I love that. Um, okay. So one other thing I saw a post on uh, November 1st, And you were, I think, uh, posting something about Movember Foundation and a stat that you put on there that um, I'm somewhat familiar with. But globally, um, the rate of of suicide is alarmingly high, particularly in men. And I think that ties back. And I think there was this idea of tough it out. You know, Mm -hmm. what is the new tough it out? Does it have to be being macho or is there a new way to go?
1: Yeah, I think uh, for me – you know the the stats are insane. Like if you guys don't know the Movember Foundation, they're trying to do some really cool things. And not, not trying to do some really cool things, they're doing some really cool things along with Depression to Extinction and everything. They're kind of same purpose, uh, same uh, end the stigma kind of purpose and yeah. grow awareness around this. And and uh, some of those stats were insane, man. It was like uh, three fourths of the suicides. Uh, I think in America globally, you guys will have to check this, but our men, you know, three fourths of the suicides are men. And there's actually one global stat that mm-hmm. was every 60 minutes, there's 60 suicides from men. And, and, and that's an astounding number. Every yeah. minute, every minute there's one. And, and uh, you know, like you said, like one of those mistakes that I've made in the past is when something happens that's really bad, or adversity strikes or anything. I've always used to think like, all right, I need to be tough in this situation. And for me, being tough was like holding all my emotions in, I would picture this big, strong dude. And, and I, by doing that, by trying to mirror that by trying to emulate that, I was making a huge mistake. Because when I was holding all my emotions in, I was separating myself from everyone else. Yeah, I was, I was separating myself from uh, their care and their love. And I was also separating my love and my care from them. And so the new I had to redefine like what toughness really meant to me in those situations. And, and what I came with was that toughness is the ability to be vulnerable, to share your thoughts, to share your feelings, you know, what you're going through in the situation, but then pair that vulnerability with enthusiasm.
0: Mm, I love that.
1: You know, how how can I, how can I pair my vulnerability with enthusiasm and share my, my feelings and my thoughts, my most, my most messy feelings in the world that are totally authentic, but pair that with some authentic enthusiasm uh, and share how you plan on Kind of climbing out of that hole, or, or yeah, or kind of getting out of that adversity.
0: I love that, and I think it's it's a perfect pivot point to this. <laughs> so we talked about this, and I told you I'm gonna throw this one at you tonight. If it, if it made sense, and I think it just makes sense. So a new concept I'm trying to to get my arms around is this idea of of taking care of someone versus mm-hmm. being in the care of someone, or allowing yourself to be in the care of, of someone else. And that is I, when I think of being taken care of. I think of a parent-child relationship. I think of some old p- pain and trauma um, from from my own upbringing. Um, we chatted about it. What did you come up with? Because I'm I, I'm still struggling with that concept.
1: Yeah, I think uh, we have to really define like what is care.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: you know, like that's the first thought that I that I think of is like. I'm putting all this pressure on myself to, to care for other people and be there for other people.
0: Yeah.
1: But I, f- I feel like we have to define like, okay, like what, what does that care look like? And then, and then think about how we go about it. Yeah. And then, and then we probably realize that the pressure that we're feeling it might be like false pressure. It might be a, a false idea or, a, or an idol that we're trying to live up to. And, and, and I think, you know, we talked about this a lot. And I think I mentioned this before, too, is like, to me, I've made that mistake before as well. And, and I finally, like I said, like I, me caring for people meant trying to have answers and trying to provide provision for them. And, right. and I can't, you know, like I can't really provide answers to, to what other people are going through or what they need in the moment. But what I can provide is, is my presence. I, yeah. I can, I can provide my love and, and my love doesn't have to uh, involve answers. My love can involve uh, a lot of other things.
0: You know, uh, so I love that. Yeah, I love that. This is into the roar. This is our, our special guest tonight, Zach Thompson. We're, we're learning so much about his life and, um, If you get in late, hit the replay, it's definitely worth it. All right, so we're going to go towards the last question, the one I always ask at the end. Uh, It's one I've struggled with my whole life because it's just something I never felt safe to feel. But, like, in this moment, in this day and time where you're at today, Zach, what's your greatest fear?
1: Oh, man. Um, My greatest fear is uh, the thing I'm honestly trying to help people – step into as well um my greatest fear is not uh living up to and living out my own potential i think you know that that kind of gives me nightmares and goosebumps all at the same time you know it's a it's a big fear of mine but i think at the same time like i think fear is a good thing
0: yeah
1: you know i I think fear is a great thing i don't think the (coughs) difference And i wrote about this Last week or a couple weeks ago, I don't, I don't think the difference between people living a really inspired and fulfilling life and the difference between people dealing with anxiety and depression or living an uninspired life is fear. Yeah. Like, I feel like everyone has a fear and that's why you said it's like always kind of like the last question on this show. But fear can be a good thing. Everyone has that fear. What inspired people really do... And what it looks like successful people do is they continue to lean into fear. They they ask fear what they can learn from it in the yeah. moment. And, and it's almost like this kind of motivation and challenge with myself is like, you know, my, my greatest fear is not living into my full potential. But it's also this like, it gives me goosebumps because it also inspires me to try and live into my full potential and, and continue to lean into that fear because I've learned the blessing that you can become in life is usually on the other side of your fear. Oh, and, and and right there. Yeah. And it, and it's exactly what this show talks about into the roar, you know, like you're, you're running into your fear and and you're trying to become a better person on the other side of that. And and through that, you're going to learn some lessons and you're going to, you're going to fail a bunch. Uh, but you're also going to succeed a bunch. You're also going to learn a bunch about yourself and about how you can do things better and, and how you can inspire <laughs> other people. So it's just a, it's an amazing thing for me to be able to recognize that fear and then to continue to check myself and be aware of that fear every single day and try to lean into it a little more.
0: Mm, I love that. Well, Zach, with that said, are you ready to... Take that fear and run into the roar with me, yeah man. I'm ready all right for those of you guys who don't know, so running into the roar is a pretty easy story the The young lions will uh will chase the gazelles out into the open field, and the big lions the older lions will sit down in the high grass, waiting to be fed, and those lions get up and they roar, and those gazelles freeze. but if they just kept running they would, they would they'd breeze right by those big lions. they're not going to chase them that's too much work. Uh, we're not going to freeze. We're going to go and run into that roar. We're going to go through uh, the be real check-in process. If you're not familiar with it, I'll walk, uh, walk you through. Zach has done it before, but I'll let everyone else know. We touch on the 10 core emotions, anger, fear, worry, and pain, joy, passion, love, gratitude, and then I always say the two at the end, look the same, not the same, shame and guilt. We rate those on a scale from 1 to 10, one not feeling it. 10 really really feeling it anything in between uh we'll leave a little space for anything else during the check-in that came up that you want to share anything else about your story we always end with a positive affirmation we encourage an "I am" statement our brains do work in the present moment which reaffirms and models and creates new neural pathways for us to believe in that statement And this community will will affirm you i'm not a doctor i'm not a therapist i'm not a counselor uh, i am a human that is here, um, freely available to walk with another human through this process. I practice empathy in this process, so you'll hear me um, say yes, and I see you, I hear you, I honor you. There'll be no judgment, no crosstalks. This is a, a safe and transformative space. Absolutely, man. All right, man. So uh, whatever uh, whatever your present moment is, to take a breath and uh, just kind of get where you need to be, and when you are ready, my friend, I'm available. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. All right. We'll do the 10, leave some space. And with an I am, first uh, emotion is anger.
1: Anger. um, I'd say that's a, that's a four. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it's a four.
0: Got it. How about, uh, how about fear?
1: Fear is that, is, uh, is pretty high. I think it's, Mm. uh, I think it's a seven. Yeah. Um, but like we talked about, I think uh, kind of using that fear is a good thing. Um, yeah. So trying to trying to chase down, chase down that fear.
0: Yeah, honor that. Thank you. Um, what about worry, in this moment?
1: Uh, one. Yeah. yeah.
0: Sure. Got it. And uh, pain or sadness, physical, emotional, spiritual pain, sadness? uh one yeah
1: yeah i actually just got got done uh every every tuesday night me and my wife go to a uh, connect group um we just get together with with some couples uh from the church and we just hang out and stuff and and it's a way to fill our relational and uh spiritual bucket Mm. and uh man that that uh kind of combats any 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 ounce of sadness uh that he's even trying to creep into my life. So I'm, I'm super grateful for that.
0: Yeah, I see that. I definitely see that. Thank you for that. Um, how about joy in this moment?
1: Uh, nine. Yeah, nine. I'm uh, super joyful right now. Uh, blessed to have the opportunity to come on here and, and uh, also uh, just kind of live out my potential or try yeah. to and uh, do what do what I feel like I'm called to do in this life.
0: Mm, honor that. Thank you. Um what about passion?
1: Uh, 10. It is riding high right now. Um, had a really cool opportunity today. <coughs> be- besides this to, to go back to my alma mater Ashland university and mm. uh, speak, speak to the baseball team there and put them through a, a leadership workshop. And, and uh, man, it was one of those things where, I, I probably didn't even have to even prepare for it, you know, right. like my pa- my passion was just oozing from me. So uh, that's kind of carried over.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, it's just been a, it's been a really good day. It's been awesome.
0: Nice. Thank you.
1: What about love in this moment. Uh man, nah, I would say 8. Yeah. Um I just feel super loved. Um that was kind of kind of the, the, the message today uh, that I had for those guys in the leadership you know leadership looks a lot like love and uh, leadership looks a lot like loving people and I've got a ton of leaders that are surrounding me in my life that are continuing to pour into me and love me and, and want what's best for me and, and uh, so uh, yeah love's love's high right now
0: yeah thank you about gratitude 10 yeah 10 absolutely one one thing you're grateful for today
1: uh one thing i'm grateful for today is the opportunity to give back to a community that has done so much for me in my life Mm. and uh to to travel up to to ashland university and, and speak to their speak to that team um you know it's it's an amazing thing uh, to to be able to do. It's always uh, it's always more blessed to give than to receive, mm. and uh, it's one thing I try to live
0: by. So, super yeah.
1: grateful for that.
0: Yeah, honor that. The last two uh, look alike, not the same. Uh, shame.
1: Um, shame. I would say a a two.
0: Yeah. A two. And uh what about the last one, guilt?
1: Uh guilt. Um I'd say a four. I, mm. I sometimes I sometimes I feel guilty for um, sometimes I feel guilty throughout my days if if I uh hold back from saying something that was on my, my heart that I think could have could have helped someone or could have inspired someone or yeah. Or, uh, or, I felt like I wasn't really being myself in a, in a social situation. So I, I kind of feel guilty for that sometimes. So I'd say a four.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. And then uh, a little space, anything else about your story? You want to share anything, other emotions or feelings? This is a space. Your story absolutely matters, my friend.
1: Yeah. Um, man, I kind of going back to my heart, my, uh, condition story and kind of finding out about that um you know, I was really lucky I was really lucky to have the people that I had surrounding me and uh, that support system because life isn't meant to be lived alone and uh you know by by me being my by me trying to be tough that's kind of what i was I was doing I was kind of putting up a hand to everyone else and saying I got this I got this and uh, yeah. you know I was I was really grateful for people that continued to push down that door
0: mm.
1: and and continued to be empathetic by just asking me simple questions like, how are you?
0: Yeah.
1: And, and, and like in the, in the leadership workshop today at Ashland, I said, you know, great leaders do, do three things really great. They ask great questions. And, and one thing is like, you know, when I was in that situation, a great question to me was really was a really simple question. A great question to me was, you know, how are you doing? Is there anything I can do for you? Like, how can I help? And and that's, that's a really great, great question. um, Because it, it kind of invites me to be vulnerable. And it also, it also shows me that you care about like, what I'm going through. And, And it shows me that you're, you're, going to consistently be there for me. So, so that was one thing. Great leaders ask great questions. And and that's something that I really needed. Like I said, I have a lot of great leaders that show me love around me and I've been blessed to, to be able to connect with so many people that, that do that. And, you know, the second one was great leaders have great values. Mm. And, you know, if, if I hadn't spent (laughs) time or had, role models or mentors and coaches in my life that instilled great values within me, who knows how I would have taken that adversity and, and who knows how I would have turned out, you know? So by, by me being able to kind of just rub shoulders with some of those great people in my life and and have their values kind of rub off on me, uh, helped me tremendously in that moment. And uh, the third one was, you know, great leaders use their greatest strengths Mm. and uh and to me that was kind of like how I could refocus and channel my story into using my strengths to make an impact on the world and inspire people and uh and that's that's kind of what I'm trying to do now you know so like with the lifestyle coaching and the leadership coaching um you know I'm just I'm trying to to help people and I'm trying to do that as authentically as I can and uh just meet them where they are show empathy invite vulnerability um and and try to remove any obstacles that are in their way um whether it's emotional obstacles mental obstacles and uh just just try to get them to feel inspired to step into their potential because you know it's it's funny usually sometimes like when adversity happens, you know, it's an, it's a story. It's a story for you. And and we have, we have a choice to make it a negative story or a positive story and, and and adversity like in the moment's never going to be positive, but we have a choice to, to kind of like use our story to make other people's stories positive. And that's, that's really what I've tried to do. And that's what I'm going to continue to do for the rest of my life. Like that's my purpose, man. Like, that's my why.
0: Yeah. Honor that, sir. Thank you. And uh, a little cherry on top. Like I said, everything's about tacos and ice cream. <laughs> um, but uh, a positive affirmation statement, an I am statement, I, and this amazing group of humans will affirm you. Mm-hmm.
1: I I knew this was coming. So I, I would keep going back and forth.
0: Everyone like knows it's coming, and they always like <laughs> – you
1: get it. I get um it. I'm gonna go with one that is not it might not seem positive, but to me it is, and I'll explain why. And uh my I am statement is I am imperfect.
0: Oh yes, you are.
1: Yeah, again so, please.
0: Like, again, I, please. I am imperfect. Yes, you are imperfect, and Shorty Duop is <laughs> sleeping in the other room, she would say one yeah. more
1: time <laughs> i am imperfect yes you are and yes. the, the reason why i chose that is i I've, I've battled perfectionism in my life you know and and i think it was, it's really important for me to remember that i i'm never going to be perfect i'm imperfect <clears> for <throat> a reason you know and and it's one of those things that like, like our imperfections like they just they're a little sprinkle, you know, like they they just make, they just make us unique and you know, not everyone's supposed to be the same and we can use our imperfections for our purpose.
0: And so I so honor that. So I have a list of, I guess you can't really see them, but there's a list of, maybe you can of go to affirmations. And one I use is I am perfectly imperfect. Hey, there you go. So yeah, man, thank you so much. That was amazing. Zach. Wow. I, <laughs> I, I want to end with something that I think is really powerful. And I, I did a little, um, kind of meditation on it earlier today. I was out chopping wood, uh, feeling good after being sick. Whoops, sorry. Sick for, for several days. Haven't been able to train. I just wanted to get out and move. And as I'm chopping mm-hmm. wood, this uh, Psalm 5110 kept coming up in my brain and I'll read it. It says created me a pure heart. O God and renew a steadfast spirit that's on your, on your Facebook page as we, as we kind of part ways in this part of our journey for the evening. What, uh, what does that mean to you?
1: Um, it's exactly what God did to me in that moment when, when I was going through my heart condition and surgery and every single time my defibrillator went off and, um, God changed my heart. He did. And, uh, and that's really my go-to. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. Um, you know, it's my go-to piece of scripture, man. Um, you know, creating me a pure heart. And, uh, you know, whether I knew it or not, that's what my soul was kind of screaming for, for the first 23 years of my life.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, you know, it, it it took something that drastic. It took something that literal um, for me to go through a heart condition to... To kind of feel that and uh, to, to wake up to a new purpose and uh, try to start living that out. So,
0: creating me up your heart, that's, uh, that's my go to, man. Well, I love it. It's in my book now, it's going to be one I go to on a regular basis. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this Ohana is so honored that you were here with us this evening, Zach. Um, how can people connect with you or follow you? Can they connect? What's the best way to, to stay in touch with you?
1: Yeah, so you guys can uh, you guys can message me on Facebook. Uh, Facebook, I'm really 100% open with that. Um, you can go over to my company page or my brand page, Heartbeat Strength, um, on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram. It's just at Heartbeat Strength one word. Visit the website www.heartbeatstrength.com. Um, I got lucky; all the domains and the the tags were were all available for oh, that's me. Awesome. So so everything's just heartbeat strength and uh, you guys can email me any questions or or if you guys want to connect a little more, uh, you guys can email me. It's Zachariah at dot com, and I, and I can throw those in the comments uh, just so they don't have Perfect. to continue to listen to that too. So Perfect. thank you so much, man. I, no, I appreciate it. Thank,
0: uh, thank you. Two things I always like to end with, you know, coach blue says to me all the time, um, huge shout out to you coach. We're all students, we're all teachers. The wisdom is knowing when to be which one. It's been an honor to be your student today and and so much over the last few weeks is kind of getting to know you a little more and Facebook stalking you, won't lie. (laughs) Um, But it it is one of the best ways to get to know someone, especially when they're going to be a guest. Uh, But it's been awesome. I'm so looking forward to continuing this conversation and this friendship. And uh, y'all, we can't give from an empty cup. So as you know, I like to end every show with, Be gentle with yourself, um, as I definitely know it allows me to be gentle with others. Everyone go out and have an amazing day. And uh thank you so much for being here tonight, Zach. Hey man, thank you so much. All right, man. All right guys, good night, y'all. Coach CJ's out.